This is episode 217. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey. Hey, what's up, everybody? And this is Bobby. We're back from our first game of the season, guys, and we get a win. A win. Wow. <laughs> what, what, what is this bizarro world? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't expect this, 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 so yay. We did it. <laughs> a win. A win. I mean, a win on the road. Um, the refs even tried to screw us in this game. I mean, uh, it was even twice. It was pretty, yeah, twice. twice. It was pretty incredible. So I mean, Chicha win, equaled or equaled his goal standings of 2020. In, I mean, what the fuck? In like one half. <laughs> in in one, one half. <laughs> in um, 11 minutes. 11 minutes, dang. guys. Out of Come on. 11 minutes. MVP. 758. MVP. <laughs> well, yeah, you know that talk is already out there, Bobby. Uh, no, well, to know, that, know, well, to I that, know, for Chicha, for everybody, for everybody who doubted Chicha, including us, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. Cheers to that first win, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. that. I mean, crack. it's the, so the funny thing is, is that so I'm watching the game and uh, my wife, who's um, decided, you know, I mean, she, she, you know, obviously hopes the Galaxy wins, but because of, you know, what's <laughs> happened in the past year, with, you know, with her shop and getting to, to, to know some of the, uh, you know, uh, the Galaxy fans, you know, she kind of felt now she was a part of the Galaxy family. So it was like, hey, she I want to sit down. Yeah, yeah. So she wants to, you know, she wanted to sit no, down she, and watch the game. But she did get pulled in since, you she know, once she started doing, yeah. she got yes. pulled in, yeah. Yes. So she, uh, so she says, I want to watch the game with you. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Cool. And so, you know, she we're watching it and, you know, she even noticed it, you know, man, this is, Literally boring half. Like, yeah, they're not looking good right now. This is, uh, yeah, kind of what I expected. It's, you know, I, I'm not gonna sit there and tell you that I expected them to win this game. And you know, I'm hoping that the zero zero kind of stands because I had four points on them on the draw. So, um, so I mean, I, I thought that was kind of interesting. We, we were both kind of hyped up to to watch the game because you know it, it seemed like an eternity. Um, that we had seen the Galaxy play in a regular season game, or at least a meaningful game, uh, or, a, or a game that we felt like, you know, you know, just get it over with. You know, like, we didn't feel that way. Okay, new season, there's, you know, room for hope and optimism at, at, at the moment. And then, you know, at the end of the game, you know, there was this sense of relief. I'm going to say relief. And because, at least for me personally, you saw something different it wasn't a perfect game and it wasn't going to be it was never going to be in game number one Mm -mm. um and and it wasn't ever going to be uh, with the fact that we're missing players and that you know we have players that literally have only played like 30 minutes for the team so you know there was just this this feeling of relief and maybe maybe things start going our way maybe a little bit of luck you know is is finally shining down on us maybe Abies, you know, something is happening and, you know, will continue to happen at least for one week. And for that, you know, for that day, I was just kind of like on, you know, cloud nine and, and I was good to go. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy today. I'm going to enjoy today because I haven't been able to do this in such a long time. But tomorrow it's, I will pull back a little bit and uh, go, put my feet, you know, as Bobby said, I'm going back down to earth. I'm back to reality. And, you know, we heading into week two with a different mindset. But knowing that you have three points was just so satisfying to me. 
absolutely so, satisfying let, to me. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. So now that now that she's, um, it, you know, all in on on the team, has she reevaluated her stance on the community kit? Um. I think she wants to like it, but but she. I mean, because it looked good on TV. Oh, it looks so sexy. It looks it's, so sexy. Yeah, yeah it looks even better. Nice yeah, it looks so much better. It looks great. And, it looks yeah. It, and yeah. like I, with the whole, with the full, with the full ensemble, this black shorts, the green socks with the quasar on it. Oh, oh yeah. my god, dude. Yeah, I mean, you need to sell that full kit. Like, I will. Full I mean, kit wanker the shit out of that thing. I mean, look, we won the game in it. I think that's the reason of like they're like. Hey, nobody wash your jerseys. We're still wearing this next game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know cuz in the next Yeah, because next it's supposed It's supposed to be an away jersey, you know? But I yeah. think they I think they're like, uh, put that white one back on. <sighs> Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> I know they I know they're washed, but man, those are stinky. <laughs> those white ones be stinky right now. Yeah. Um the, look, I'll I'll say this about the uh, about the community kit. Um when when they first got released, um, I asked my whole family, do you want one? Everybody, everybody responded, yes, yes, no. Um, my wife was like, nah, I'm not feeling this one. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, on on uh, on Sunday after the game, she goes, hey, so uh, can you <laughs> meet Jersey? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I, if I can find one, sure. So so now I'm 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 looking at uh, trying to order her a jersey. I'm I'm wondering if I should can try to get her a, a authentic um, with the with the stars on it, or if I should get her the women's cut. I'm not sure which way I'm going to go yet. Um, but either way, yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, my wife isn't uh, isn't there yet. I, I think so. I, I ended up uh, wearing the original jersey. The, the the one that the community kit was based oh, on. Oh yeah, that's of. right. You, um, did, you did do that flex on us on all, I, on all of us. I did. I did. I, I hardly get to flex, so you know, I I, I had to do it. So uh, I posted. I said, you know what? I, I, I'm gonna wear this. And I and I, I told my wife, like, you know what? I'm not wearing the community kit. I, I'm just not doing it. She's like, oh my God, why? Like you you love that jersey. I do, but like I, I'm gonna bust out the original. And so I, I I busted out. She's like, see, I like that one. And so I was like, it's like, I, I get it. It's not the same thing. I get it. That's weird. But, but she loved that Jersey. Uh, but you know, not too fun. And I think honestly, I think part of it has to do with the, the, the three stripes on the shoulder and the honey patch. I honestly think that's what, what kills it for her. Um, and she just can't see. I really that. like that cut. I like, I like the whole look. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I'm perfectly fine with it, but you know, I, I ended up going with the, uh, with the original 97, uh, 98 Jersey and um you know and i had reason like look man if we're trying to rediscover our past like fuck, dude uh, let's bring the, the the positive vibes from those teams back here because we're gonna need all the freaking help we can get i'm well aware that whatever the hell jersey i wear has no effect on the team you know and what they're doing but um you know i was just like I i'm doing this and you know we got a victory so i'm like well shit that community kid's just gonna be hung in the in the freaking closet the whole season huh yeah because <laughs> so all right then well, um, I, I, and I saw Lewis the, the 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 galaxy logo at the front of it is is like it's really f like you know faded and, and cracking and like uh you know showing its age. Right. Um, I did I did buy the iron on of that logo, so I have a iron on of that logo. But I know I was looking at the picture and I noticed like oh man, your signatures 
on I have, the actual yeah. logo. So yeah. you don't want to, you know, no, re- no, quote unquote, fix not, that jersey. Nope. No, 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 no. And, and the funny thing is, is that, like, uh, when the players were signing, I actually don't remember who it was. I just I do remember getting mad at one player. I'm like, did you really sign on the black stripe with a black <laughs> marker? I, yeah. I, I don't remember who it was, but I remember being upset, like, really, dude? But but, but it was, like, in a line. So, like, I, I you know, I just can't remember who it was. But, um... I do remember that because of the, the the jersey is you know faded now. And by the way, like ever since that jersey was was signed, I I never wore it. That that was literally the first time I wore it since like two thousand and three. Yeah. So that was literally the first time I wore it, and um, so I had I hadn't touched it since. So you know it wasn't now in the sun, and obviously it's not going to get washed ever again. So um, but the color started fading a little bit from the green from the teal and so um i do remember when i first got it signed it was a little hard to make out some of the signatures now it was like clear like oh like because of the fade it's bringing out the you know the marker out a little bit more and now i know exactly who these signatures are and they came out so much clearer um i i can promise you back in 2003 if we took a picture of it like the way i did uh, uh, the picture I posted, I promise you, you probably wouldn't see a lot of those signatures. They wouldn't come out clear. And on the picture that I posted, like you know exactly who signed that, uh, whose signatures uh, that was. So um, that's kind of a, a kind of a good thing, you know, that the the wear and tear of it kind of brought out the signatures. Um, but uh, but yeah, first time I I took that out in almost twenty years, and so I'm only gonna wear it obviously during game time and right back into the, you know, to the. Uh, the closet and i probably should put it framed somewhere i don't know why it's in the closet but <laughs> you know whatever um but uh all right let, let, let's get to the game because there's I, I think there's a lot to break down here yeah i, I think there's, there is a there's, lot to just talk about. there's so much to, to, to go off of i mean it, and, and there's two sides of this coin and i'm going to do like i said uh, i'm super happy but i'm going to pull it back mm. um but let's go ahead and Let's talk about the, the 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 positives here. Um, and it didn't really happen until well, well, before, before minutes. hold on, before we get <laughs> yeah. into that, before, yep. yeah, yeah, before we get into that, I want to I want to go over real quick with you guys. David the, always the, pauses the starting and comes eleven. Back. Well, I have to, I have to, because <laughs> there's a there's there's a format here. Uh, let, let's let's go over real quick the starting eleven. Obviously, um, we had Bond in goal. Uh, across our back line, we had Fisher. Stares, Depew, and Viafania. Um, I think Depew was kind of a, a surprise to me, even though he has uh, you know a good amount of MLS experience. We kept seeing Jalen Neal, and and I don't think that I don't know. I don't I don't think I thought that Jalen Neal was going to start, considering that we're still not, that um, uh, Derek Williams isn't ready for uh, for starting minutes yet. But um, you know, it was kind of interesting to see Depew paired with Stares. Uh, in midfield, we had Jonathan Dos Santos. I didn't actually. I, nope. I didn't find it surprising. I actually had. I, I I thought the back line was actually pretty standard. I thought that was my expected or my projected starting lineup. Um, I I I, I said if Jalen Neal starts, like you, you're probably gonna be seeing him in Europe pretty soon. I, I don't think he 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 bumps up as many uh, uh, center backs uh, that he, that would be required for him to to, to get a starting position. And um, I think we saw at least early on uh, for, for, for brief periods of time was like the best possible combination, at least at the time, the best possible combination of center backs that you can have is Steris and Depew. Now, yeah. again, that's not saying much because of, you know, the, the, the personnel that we had, 
But statistically speaking, those two paired up the best. So I think add a little bit more uh, Greg Vanny and, uh, you know, playing defense as a unit, I, I think that that was the way to go. I think yeah. that was kind of a no For me, that was a no-brainer. Um, in the midfield, we had Jonathan Dos Santos, Sebastian Legette, Victor Vasquez, Grant Sierra, and the surprise, Adam Saldana gets the start. Uh, 19-year-old uh, Galaxy 2 player, I think that was a, I think that was the biggest surprise for me. Uh, and then, of course, at, at forward, we had Chicharito. But, like, what did you guys think about Saldana? I think that he was a little bit of a surprise, but when you look back and say, he played a lot of those preseason games, and he was hardly ever taken out. Mm-hmm. I think Greg Vanny already had that in mind, um, that that's the, the way they were going to go, at least momentarily, at least until Cabral comes in, at least until you have another defensive midfielder. I think that he played well enough in the preseason uh, to warrant the the starting spot on opening day um but once opening day came in you know he kind of tailed off you know like i i think that's kind of like you know nerves oh, at the same he's, time he's, he's also he's, facing right. like legit mls uh, right right you know you're, you're, players here right right it's going to be significantly different in the preseason in that you know you're going to get a lot more uh players that you know won't feature yeah. uh in the regular season he's, and you he's know he's just... tweeting right right uh so <laughs> There's, you know, obviously I'm sure that was like a, whoa, you know, what's going on here? I'm like, yeah, but this is, you know, this is how you go in. You're, you're, you're sinking, you're swimming. But I, I mean, overall, I, I don't think he did horrible. I don't think that he was necessarily no. out of his depth. I think obviously there's a learning curve and there is going to be for a, you know, uh, a debutante and a 19-year-old debutante at that. So um, I think he did fine. Yeah, I, I thought he was he, fine. He, he, yeah, he, he learned Lewis from it. He didn't it stand much out. All. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, like, I think I, I don't think he was bad. I don't think uh, I think maybe there was one or two mistakes that he made. And one of them, he like he he recovered pretty well and put a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on uh, on Iguain to force a shot. Um, <clears throat> but looking at this lineup um, from our our A1 uh, lineup, who do you guys obviously uh, obviously we have. um uh, Julian Araujo missing from that lineup. But if you were to, you know, mid-season look at this lineup and say, okay, well, who's missing? Um, obviously, like I said, Julian Araujo, I think that um, the only other person that you could uh, uh, plug in there besides Cabral, who isn't here yet. So um, I think the only other person that you you look at is maybe Derek Williams. And, and it's yet to be seen, you know, who how... Derek Williams is going to adapt and, and fit into the, the back line here. Um, but I think this is pretty close to our sort of, you know, if we see this midseason in in a game that is an, in an important home game, I don't think it would be, you know, like, oh, my God, we're going to get shellacked. Um, so I, I, I'm thinking that Derek Williams was brought in with the intention of him being a starter. I, I think that's where you're going with that. I think it's he's going to be paired up with uh, with Steris, and if he doesn't work out, I think they have the depth enough to to say, okay, well, we can bring in um, either Depew, who works well with Steris, or we're going to bring in uh, Sega. Uh, apparently, it's pronounced. Say it right. But say it right. But yeah. No, I'm 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 going to say Sega. No, and no, say it right. Sega. Thank you. And, and um, <laughs> one guy. Okay. <laughs> And uh, uh, and again, th- th- that signing is it's still up in the air. So um, 
we'll, we'll see how that goes. But but you know, there's competition there, which is which is a good thing. But I I fully expect that Derek Williams would be um, at least an intended starter. Um, then you have Cabral uh, that's still you know to be coming in, um, and then you still need a defensive midfielder. That's the thing. You need a defensive midfielder in there. You don't have one. You don't have a natural one. You're missing that enforcer um, protecting that back line. And that is still a position of need. It's been a position of need. They haven't really filled it. And I think that's why you're, you're, you're bringing in uh, like a Saldana and a Harvey in there simply because, well, you don't really have any other option. Once you bring in uh, the, the, the natural defensive midfielder, it allows Jonathan just to be that box-to-box guy that everybody, you know, yeah. hopes he was and, you know, where he's, you know, more effective at. So, um, you know, I, I don't think, uh, with the exception of Saldana, I don't really think that was that, you know, too much of a surprise. I think you're going to be uh, shifting again uh, only because Rahul comes back, which is, again, I'm assuming an upgrade. And then, and although for the record, I don't think Fisher did too bad. And then um, Legette, who may or may not play in the home opener because the investigation to his, you know, using a homophobic slur is still quote-unquote under investigation. I don't know what you're investigating because uh, the guy said, uh, guys, I did it. I'm guilty. Um, I'm apologizing. He apologized but, right away. You know, there's a video. You want it? Here it is. I don't know what you're investigating. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he was uh, clear to play in Miami, uh, but it is still ongoing, so, you know, he may not be uh, playing Against New York, so we might see another shift in um, in the uh, in the lineup uh, come uh, come this Sunday. So um, we'll see how that goes. I don't think uh, I, I don't think MLS is gonna is gonna do anything. Um, if they are gonna do anything, it's probably not gonna be game suspension. It might be a fine behind the scenes. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they'll, think... they'll, no, they'll make it. They'll make it. Uh, they'll they'll make they'll be out loud about it. It's not gonna be behind the scenes. Yeah. I I also think that Legit is gonna go out of his way to sort of um, do a lot of community service um, in 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 light of of the. Uh, the 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 homophobic slur that he used, which is offensive and he shouldn't have used, uh, but again, like I think the intent uh, in in the way that he used it in that situation isn't there. But like he he just shouldn't use that word. Like that's that's the know. bottom line. What, he what, should what, he what? should know better uh, for using that word. He should know better than posting it on social media, obviously. Um, but uh, but I, I don't think that MLS is going to come down on him very hard. Like my my thought on this is you know, and, and I'm just gonna say this really quick, and then we'll move on. Um, is that I, I'm not naive to believe that you know players in the locker room within you know teammates use slurs. Like I mean, it's just yeah. a guy thing. Like I'm not naive to believe that that they, that the certain words and certain things aren't said that we're not gonna hear and we're not intended to hear. That's the whole point. My thing was, dude, wh- why are you posting that on social media? Like, you well, know better than that. Well, that, you, that, that, that that's where no, it's, it's, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's, it's true what Lewis is saying. But the thing, the thing is that everybody is trying to change that, uh, that 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 environment, especially which, in the locker room as well. Which the, the is the difference. The difference. Hold on. The so difference. Is, hold on. Hold on. The difference is that, at least with Legit, is that he took responsibility directly right away, and then he came out to say it and to to, to apologize, and, and he's he's apologized quite a couple times, I think. Um, but it's also like David said, is the intent was a little different as well, and you know, there's there's also a, there's differences as well as when you see uh, people 
using or acting that way multiple times throughout their career. This is not something that we see legit act like or be or, or be that way too too right. much. So it's you know what I mean. So like a so the way he handled it in apology, we should actually take it as you know like uh, honest, you know, as 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 as, as real. Well, he should get fined for sure. I uh, if they decide to take him out of a game, then I think that's fair as well. But like David says, I don't think they're going to. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, okay, so let's get into the game. Um, so, first 45 minutes was absolutely tough to watch. Um, the Galaxy held a majority of the possession, um, yet didn't do absolutely anything with that possession. I don't think... They, they, they took one shot, and it was outside the box, and it didn't even make it in the box. It was blocked right away, but it counts as a shot regardless. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, look, I, I get it. You know, you're coming out of the gates, you can stumble, and, you know, you're not going to look sharp in game number one. I understand that. I, I understand that this this team and this system is a work in progress. There's still a lot of players missing, and there's a lot of players who don't even have, you know, 90-minute legs under them. I get that. But, man, was it... I, and the thing is, I was even frustrated. I think last year I would have been frustrated with, like, dude, do something with the ball. And I wasn't, maybe because it's game number one. I don't know. But I was just there like, this game is just not happening right now. This is not, you know, they're not playing horribly in that they're, you know, moving the ball around and they're being patient with it and they're not forcing anything and they're not being predictable. But once they get near that final third, it's like they get scared and they're just, okay, I'm going to That was the, the predictable nature of it. I guess, I guess at that <laughs> point, I guess it, it could have been predictable where they're like, okay, all the way back to my goalie and restart again. I'm like, okay, okay, so that's cool. But that was it. And at some point, you know, obviously the ball was lost. And, you know, this is where most of Miami's possession came in and most of their chances came in. It was all through counterattack. It, it wasn't that they built up any play. Uh, to, you know, kind of dance circles around the galaxy. It was no, more like, no, okay, no. we're just going to sit back, let the galaxy do their thing, and then when the moment is right and they, you know, they give the ball up, we'll put a little pressure, they get the ball the up. The thing is, they, okay, didn't, they, the didn't, they didn't even have to sit back too much. That's the thing. Like, you know, they, the galaxy would lose lose possession pretty quickly on the, on, on moving forward towards the box. Um, yeah. So, like, you know, but, but yes, the majority of that first half was mostly counter, just grab the ball, go, go, you know, and they ended up, creating more more threatening situations than we were able to in that first half yep. um Much but like David, but, but like lewis was saying you know like i kind of like while i was watching i was like excited but at the same time because of you know us galaxy fans we know how things have been going so yeah. you know i was just all right have my beer let's go yeah galaxy. exactly exactly <laughs> it was like here we go again and then so you know Going into, like, you know, you're about to go into halftime. It's like, okay, 0-0. Zero, zero. Hopefully, Vanny needs to do what he needs to do, his adjustments, make some substitutions. You know, Miami's going to get tired. They didn't play preseason games or as many preseason, preseason games as they would have liked. They had to cancel because of uh, because of uh, COVID. Uh, and so, you know, uh, Phil Neville actually came out and said, you know what, we're going to be tired. We're going to be making subs at halftime. Um, we're not 90-minute fit and ready because you know we couldn't play these preseason games so um that was a uh, the, the time for the galaxy to take advantage and it did happen but before it happened you know they let in a goal right before halftime albeit a controversial one um sure many people thought it was offside i 
you know, I do believe it was offside. I just don't believe that, like, you know, when, when you looked at it again, I was like, you know what? They're not going to overturn this. They're like, there's just, like, I can see it, but there's just no way that they're overturning that call. It wasn't like super clear. Um, it's easier no, to, it was, I mean, it was I don't easy know. to, it was easy to go either way for whatever yeah. you want. But, but, you know, I, you know, on live, live to me, it didn't look off but then when you see still images it seems pretty evidently off i mean you you would think that like like they would take the time to make sure that they get got i think they go through frames i i think they go through frames don't they like step 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 and see it i don't know i I honestly don't know what it is and of course you have to work with you know certain camera angles yeah you know and they're not gonna have like i don't understand why i don't i don't understand why we don't have like laser sensors on the floor on the ground I mean, whatever it is, like, you, you would think it'd be a little bit more advanced. Either way, yeah. it looked like, you know, it, it was a bad call. But, you know, it, it's kind of like a 50-50 thing. And most Galaxy fans are going to see, like, that's no, it's it clear and evident. I but can if it, see but it. If but... It was, but if it was us, we'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. Like, that's, oh, why well, I that's why I couldn't. Them. That's why I couldn't hate on it too much when everybody was just kind of like losing their shit on it. Like, those off, those I'm like, ah, I, I know, yeah. but just let's move on. Like, cause yeah. that's that's one of those. That's one of those that you just got to like let, be okay with it. Because if that happened with us, we'd be fucking yeah. definitely for it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a blatantly horrible call. It wasn't no. like, the, like the penalty kick, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But, you know, I, I think for <laughs> me, the most demoralizing thing was like, dude, this literally happened right before halftime. You know, at that point, it's like, dude, zero, zero, take that in. And all of a sudden, well, now we got to play a goal behind. Well, what, what was an even game? Now you have to play behind. And, you know, usually that's kind of a demoralizing thing for a team when they, you know, sure. they get scored on the first five minutes to the last five minutes of a half. It's really demoralizing. And, you know, uh, once again, the Galaxy come out in the second half and still kind of like, oh, man, this 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 team, this attack is just not there. They're, they're as just as... Maybe not as predictable, but but they're ju- it seems like they're just as impotent as you know what we've seen uh, or what we saw last year. And so it was at that point was like okay something needs to something needs to happen. And then Greg Vanny goes on and makes his uh, substitutions and switches his tactics, switches his formation, and lo and behold, the Galaxy woke up Everything. and started. L- lanes were open. Said, yep. Like, so, the, like there was more grass on the field somehow, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like it expanded in a way that like it worked for us. I don't know. It's a little greener on this side for some uh-huh. reason. Hey, guys, uh, look, there's more of a patch of grass now over here. I can move <laughs> more. <laughs> Whatever it was, you know, it, it, it definitely worked. Uh, and let's talk about Ethan Zubak. He comes in and he he's the one that gets the assist on the first goal. Um, that was made by Chicharito, and um, I, I'm not again. I'm not sure if it's mishit. I don't think it was. Just the the way everything was positioned. But you know, you look at what Chicharito was doing. He he. I think either he knew where the ball was going to go. He. Um, but he, he made, definitely he, was making the run before that ball was hit, and he, he made completely. A, you know, he, made, uh, he jumped made better, in front of that defender. Yeah. He well. He he made it. He made a better decision than he's ever made in history in the galaxy. Uh-huh. When he's being he, when he's being smothered by two defenders and he's running towards the box. Well, he wasn't you know, in between he, two defenders though. There he was. He was. He tur- he he ended up running towards the near post where the ball was coming. Where he where he 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 uh, split. Well, he didn't split them, but he left them. And that's when he was going behind that other the other uh, defender that was in, on his left. And that's when the ball came. 
and then that's when he did the turn, and then he shot through the the the, the keeper's legs. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, credit for the turn because it even it, it even got the defender to go down. You know, so kind of you know half broke. I mean, Chicha hasn't been legs. able to have that touch in a while either for us. Right. Like, right. Other, so in other situations that would have bounced somewhere, or he would have been like ah, you know. Yeah, and then you know, uh, ends up uh, megging the keeper, which is always really, really nice to see. Um, you know, a little bit of luck, a little bit of accuracy, um, but either way, it ends up at the back of the net, and hey, Chicharito scores a goal. You know, match or halfway An incredibly to meaningful season goal. total. Incredibly what? Meaningful goal for him. Yes, yes and 100%. our and our team, everybody for right now. Everybody. This is something we yes. needed so much. <laughs> yes, I mean something that. That we hardly saw something that we were hoping for, something that he was hoping for. Uh, you know, can we unlock this guy? And if we do unlock this guy, can he take advantage of you know those chances that you know will come to him? Well, lo and behold, he gets a chance there. I think he got one in the first half where there was a good ball played in. He should have hit it first time. He didn't. He tried to control it. And, you know, his touch just absolutely let him down. You can tell he was frustrated. So it's like, dude, you can't get frustrated in game number one. you got to keep going. Do not lose your head yet. And, you know, comes back in the second half and scores that goal. And, you know, it's not it's not an easy goal. It's not a tap-in. He had to, you know, he had to find the ball. He had to turn. He had to lose a defender. And then he had to, you know, had to beat the keeper. So it wasn't by any means like this easy tap-in goal. It was actually a very difficult goal. And I think that really got his confidence up. And obviously at that point, you know, the momentum started shifting for the Galaxy. And then not too long after, you get another controversial call in the this time via penalty kick. And this one was a bullshit call. I'm sorry, but this one was a bullshit call. I get why you would initially whistle this. There was contact. 100% there was contact. But, man, it really does look like the – I think it was Iwain. I don't remember. It really does look like he's the one kicking Villafania, and Villafania is just sitting like – you know, he's just a tree trunk, man. Well, he's yeah, Villafania, Villafania just literally stomped and foot-planted just a second before him. And then that's when Iwain turned and whoa, yeah. over him. Um, yeah, and I think he like, – like, does VAR overturn this? Does VAR, you know, look at this and say, there's enough evidence over here to overturn this call that it was a bad call? And I'm like, you know, obviously, I'm biased here. I'm going to see a guy who kicks the defender, you know? I I, I mean, I, I don't see how that penalty kick is, or how that penalty is called. Um, there's a lot of people who would agree, uh, and not just Galaxy fans. You know, the commentators were saying the same thing. Like, I don't think this is a penalty kick. I think this is... You know, I think this is a bad call. It needs to be overturned. It wasn't overturned. Um, and then Ewan uh, buries the penalty kick. So down two to one. And again, you're just like, oh my God, we had momentum. We responded well. We were down. We were on a bad call. We responded well. And now another bad happens. Okay. Again, been on this road before. This team just kind of like gives up, gets demoralized, stops playing, gets desperate. Um, you know, just get sloppier, you know, they, they, they lose focus and then the floodgates open. So it didn't happen. <laughs> they did the exact opposite of what they were doing last year. And they came back and guess what? Minutes later responded yet again. And yet again, it's lo and behold, Chicharito matching his total for 2020 in 11 minutes. Um, and as you had pointed out, Bobby, I don't 
don't remember if it was uh, yep. earlier in the show or if it was in Balls and Beers. There was something about that second goal. There was something oh, yeah. written that was on balls and beers. his the Balls and Beers. Okay, so listen to you Balls see and Beers it. For, like, for, you, for that rap. You can, you can see the like moment, the literal moment where he's like, yay! And he's like, yeah. wait, no, fuck this. There, Hell yeah. You if, know, like, there, if, if there wasn't something lifted off his shoulder on the first goal, it was 100% clearly evident on the second goal that there was this huge weight off that man's shoulders and the confidence and the joy was just through yeah. the roof on that yeah goal. no it like and, like 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 his wings came out like that's what it felt like <laughs> yes pretty much and i think that there was once again this collective moment from all galaxy fans where there oh, yeah. was this this relief but at the same time this moment of holy shit this actually happened because but it also it also seemed like everybody seemed much more happier for each other and in I both think, of the goals as well and, especially and, the and, second one especially the second one but so yeah. this is obviously the greg vanny effect and again sure. we'll, we'll get to this we'll get to this because yep. like i said there's a lot to dissect here um so you have a team that fought back not once but twice from bad controversial calls didn't give up actually got better and then took the lead you know they hold on to win three to two and you know question wide ass shot yeah super uh, super curvy wide yeah, shot very nice very nice had the chef's kiss off the post you know, that's your game winner. Question who has not first galaxy uh, ga- uh, first, first galaxy first galaxy goal in history. So, you know, you had Kleshton? that and so yeah, he has he has a score for the galaxy. I I nope. remember Nope. Not last year? Nope. Are you not sure? A one hundred percent. Okay. That that is Sasha Question's first goal. Yes. Wow. So um so you know, happy for him. He gets his first Galaxy goal. It's a game winner. Um, I think Legette's credited, credited with, the, with the assist. And then they go on to win 3-2. And I go back to what we were kind of arguing in the last show, Bobby, in that, you know what? This team may not be good, but I'm seeing subtle differences that maybe you don't see yet, but I'm seeing something that's a little different here. Whether or not that proves to be... Um, positive results is yet to be seen but there is something different about this team and it's going to be put to the test first test wasn't pretty by all means not a perfect game it wasn't even a good game for, for the galaxy no but they do not 100 100 they do not win that game last year for several reasons one being the tactical changes from the coach when it was actually, you know, meaningful and effective and not after the fact that you're down three or four zero in the 80 because you've been reluctant you finally to do decide, it. Yeah. Um, when you finally decide to make some sort of change, but the body language, the, 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 the way that th- this team kind of said, okay, we're down, let's go ahead, get that goal. They never seemed that they were out of the game. they, it almost felt like, okay, our time is going to come. We've got the ball. We're pushing. Two bad calls. Let's take this out of the refs' hands. We're not going to blame the refs. We're taking this out of the refs' hands. That's yeah. exactly what happened. They scrapped. They, you know, they, they, they got an ugly win. And we talked about this in other seasons. You need that ugly win in a long MLS season. 
you know, you prefer not to happen in, in game number one. But hey, you weren't go- ever going to be sharp in yeah, game but, one. It's going to happen. But, and too many times last season, it didn't, or in the last two seasons under Scalotto and, and probably even before that, um, they never looked like they had the interest in taking that ugly win. Yeah. Under Scalotto, it was the dogmatic, like, no, we this is the way we play. We have to play like this. And, um, you know, in the first 30 minutes of like just possession without, uh, uh in, intent or possession without uh, you know uh, any kind of attack um that's that's how Scalotto's games were were for 90 minutes and you know as, as you said the atta- the adjustments were made you know you, last year the other difference the other big difference though is is you can't bring Ethan Zubak off the bench last year because he's starting most games right right <laughs> yeah um and of course you know and to his credit also... he played he played well when he started he played well he did yeah, yeah. He went he out there. He he did. He was better for us than Chicha when he was for, on there, for sure. And and that goes a lot to say. And the thing that I I've been screaming into the void for the last I don't know how many years of you a good coach. The the sign of a good coach is being able to make something uh, 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 the sum better than the the whole of its parts or whatever you know the whole better than the sum of its parts. However, how can you be screaming goes. it for years when you don't even know how to because say it? Because I don't even know how to say. <laughs> That's how many times I've been said. No, insane. you would know it by you would be like tatted in your brain. Um, it's it you know it's it's just one of those things where you have to make the most out of what you have, and I feel like in this first game at least, uh, Greg Vanny has showed us that he has the ability to make those adjustments, give give simple and and succinct instructions to his players to make them buy into what it is that he wants to do he talked about how in the in in the at halftime he talked to chicharito and he talked to vasquez about the adjustments that needed to be made then the adjustments that he needed to see going into the second half and after a certain amount of time if he didn't see that playing out he was going to make he was going to make changes in in the in, you know in the in the lineup and then that way, that would give him a better opportunity to make those adjustments in in the game, and and we saw how it happened with Harvey, with with and with Zubac. Yeah, and so let, let, let's get into some of the stats here because uh, you know some of them are a little eye opening and some of them are a little misleading as well. Um, so uh, it was actually pretty evident that the Galaxy uh, held the ball a lot more. It just they, they couldn't do anything with it, especially in that first half. They were hardly, you know, as I had mentioned earlier, one shot. It was outside the box, and it was blocked. So they didn't even get inside the box. Um, that was your offense pretty much the entire game. And then I think there was like – I'm not sure if it was like a corner. Uh, I think it could have been corners um, if you want to count some sort of you know chance or whatever. Um, your expected goals in the first half uh, for the Galaxy was an abysmal point oh six, And that came from the set pieces. It was absolutely dreadful to watch. Um, that stat was – right on point because there was absolutely no absolutely no offense coming from the galaxy second half though different story but let me just run some numbers here so let's talk about the expected goals so the expected goals in the second half of the galaxy jumped up quite a bit um it went up to 1.34 in the second half so almost a goal and a half that was expected for them to do they obviously you know score three uh so well exceeded that uh, and you're saying, yeah, you know, they outplay Miami. Well, Miami's expected goals in the second half was 1.72, still more than the Galaxy. So 
all in all, when you're looking at everything, and, and the final expected goal uh, stat, by the way, it's 2.56 for Miami. It's 1.39 for the Galaxy. So this was kind of a... In, if you're looking at it from that point of view, that's an upset, okay? Um, the Galaxy were not supposed to win this game, at least statistically. The shots, 19 shots from Miami, six shots uh, from the Galaxy. Now, the, the the difference in the shots here is that the Galaxy took five shots on target. Six out of uh, five out of six, that's actually pretty good. And three of those went in, so that's actually pretty good. Um, eight shots on target. Um, for Miami, so less than half of their shots were, were were on target, and one of them was a penalty kick. Um, so there's that. I think one of the disturbing uh, things here is, sure, you're probably going to get outshot on the road, but when you have 66% possession, how do you give up 19 shots? I think that's kind of like a little disturbing thing. And as I had mentioned earlier, Miami didn't have any build-up play. They were mostly on the counterattack. So the Galaxy were definitely giving up chances. We got stripped a few times. Yeah. Um, so uh, big, you know, chances created, 17 uh, for Miami compared to only six. Well, you want to take that into consideration or what you want to look at there is, hey, the Galaxy made the most of their chances, which is what we, you know, what you actually play for. You know, you're, if you don't get that many chances, you want to take advantage of the chances that you do get. The Galaxy did that. Once again, this doesn't happen last season. Um, Pass accuracy for the Galaxy, 91%. It's actually pretty high. And I get it. Most of the time it was in their, in, you know, in their own half and they're passing back and forth and, you know, uh, between the goalies and the defenders. I get it. But, you know, it's still something that, you know, should be uh, should be said. Um, I, I just think that what, what, what I'm taking from this is obviously, again, work in progress. But the Galaxy were more... I, I hesitate to, to the use screws the were clinical. Yes, we'll we'll go with that. <laughs> it looked like they were a little bit more on point here. They obviously, you know, were able to get three in the back of the net, which is which is fantastic. Um, and they were able to, you know, come from behind twice and eventually take the lead and take all three points on the road. A road victory, regardless of how it happens, is always a good thing. And, you know, that's what I'm taking from this game. That At the end of the day, the result was what you wanted. It was a, a good scrappy win. Um, but, you know, th 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 there's still obviously a lot of work to be done. Before I get your opinions on the games, uh, I'll, I'll stick with the stats. I'll stick with the players. I'll stick with the ratings. Obviously, we know that Chicharito is one um, man of the match. We He won actually MLS Player of the Week, and he's going to have the highest rating. So let's take away Chicharito from this equation. Who had the highest rating on the Galaxy? Other than Chicha? Other than Chicha. Who had the okay, let's have, who had the next highest rating? Behind Chicha. I don't know. Um So are we doing ratings by the numbers or are we doing like our feelings on No, 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 ratings by the, the next best player. We're, we're, we're predicting we're predicting No, 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 by, by the numbers. The same thing we did, you know, last um, season and the season I, before that. Yeah, this one always feels like a, a trick question unless it's like the super obvious one. So I'll probably going to say Victor Vasquez. Okay, Victor Vasquez. Bobby, what do you say? Dang. Um I'll go with Vasquez just because I'm I'm copying. Okay, you're you're, you're copying <laughs> off of David's homework. Uh, yeah. You're both wrong. 
Um, and... <laughs> you should know better than to look at my homework, Bobby. Yeah, Man, exactly. And it, and it better not be the name that it kept popping in my head, and I and I felt it was going to be stupid well, if I said that? it. Who, what is that? What is that name? Well, I, well, Say because because I because I felt it was just only one half, but Zubat. Uh, okay, so yeah, as you say, it, it's only one half, uh, not even a full half. I think it was only played like thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like a, a three yeah. quarters of the game. Is, That's it. Is it yeah. yeah. So That's the why next, it didn't make sense, but yeah. Yeah. So officially, the next uh, guy with the highest rating is actually Jonathan Bond. He's uh, he's at seven wow. point. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> seven point five. I mean, he was he was excellent. Yeah, and, and this is why I wanted uh, to 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 ask this question because we haven't given love to Bond right now and. I know in the score sheet and the stats, he has a goal against average of 2.0. That is 100% misleading. Those are two controversial goals. That was a controversial penalty kick. That guy should have had a clean sheet, and he came up big when he needed to come up big. And I think he had six six saves on the night. And and, and I want to say that, look, for a guy to give up statistically two goals— as a goalkeeper and still have a rating of 7.5 that's actually pretty phenomenal yeah mm-hmm. that's, so, that's really good yeah so i mean good for jonathan bond I, I i mean like personally i think that this is up to date because obviously there's still some more coming in cabral mm-hmm. and whoever else comes in but sure. at, up to right now jonathan bond is the best signing the galaxy have made this season and it's not even close it is 100% up to date 100% <laughs> 100% upgrade and it again it's night and day it is night and day um so i think jonathan bond is gonna go down i, I think you know, if the defense helps him out and the refs don't fucking you know keep screwing screwing him over we're looking at an all-star goalkeeper uh right now well okay well so, that's only one game i'm saying up to date, he's game. really yeah, good yeah, just, i'm just, saying just I'm, I'm not going all that fucking far like lewis i'm I, we gotta see way more yes. games here, i just um, think here's he's... what i know here's what i know for just from from watching him in the games that he's been in he is a huge upgrade compared to david bingham and not just because of the way he stops shots or the way that he you know doesn't bat the ball to directly to an attacker it's it's a matter of of just an overall way he's communicating with the back line, the way he he uh, comes out with the ball at his you know uh, with, he's comfortable with the ball at his feet. I don't think uh, at, at least the feeling that I have so far right now is when the ball gets pa- gets passed back to him, I'm not like panicking. I'm not going oh shit, you know what I mean? Like I feel like he is competent in the way that he handles the ball. And can pass the ball. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, again I, I, I think, again, it's still very, very short. And uh, he hasn't really been challenged that much times. And he hasn't been pushed into that limit. So I'm just saying, you wait, wait and see. He did have a great game. He played He he, he played great. That's all I'm going to give him for one game. That's it. We'll Fair wait enough. and see. Fair enough. Uh, the other person who has 7.5 rating, and again, it's because he scored a goal. So his, his number is going to bump up. That was Sasha question. 20 minutes of work, he got 7.5. So a little misleading there. Um the next two guys who are the next two guys behind bond um look for me nick depew was excellent when he was having to do some emergency defending he went in for two slide tackles that i yeah like phenomenal phenomenally timed excellent 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 um obviously i think that uh if we're looking at them by the numbers um i still think that like legit and vasquez are probably up there um, I, you're gonna say some crazy shit like Grand Sir, Bobby. What do you say? The next two guys. I would, I would, I would actually give it to the back line. I would go Depew and Stares. 
Bobby, you are 100% correct. It is wow, nice, Bobby. Um, I And again, uh, you're looking at the heart of the defense here in the Pew, Steris, and Bond. And the Galaxy gave up, again, officially gave up two goals with expected goal that was high. And I think that's probably where, where it's coming in, that, the, that Miami was supposed to have won this game. They didn't do it. And, you know, the defense just, you know, two bad calls. That was it. Two bad calls. Other than that, the defense stepped up when they need to step up. This includes Bond because you need a good goalkeeper back there. That That is literally your last line of defense. So he counts just as well. I think that is a a big testament to As long what, as those three stay solid, I think we're going to yeah. be good. But it's also a testament to Greg Vanny in that, look, you you saw that this team was playing defense as a unit. They were never scrambling. They were never lost. They were never like, dude, this was a blown coverage. Dude, you need to catch up to this. Dude, you are in the wrong position. They were exactly where they needed to be. You know, yes, Depew made a couple last-minute saves, but hey, credit to him. He was able to do it, and just the defense were playing together. They weren't playing like four guys, just, okay, let's just see how we do, you know, like a rec league. These guys were playing together. They had, they knew exactly what they had to do. And again, credit to Greg Vanny. This is, again, the subtle changes that you saw in the preseason that you're hoping translates to results. Again, it's one game, but I'm seeing changes. It's encouraging that I'm seeing some of these things. And it gives you a little bit more optimism, well, as the season goes by. Before I pull back a little bit, do you guys have any other positive things that you want to say about the game? No, I think that's basically it. They pushed. They pushed hard. They got the goal. We got Chicha got yeah. his goals that were so was incredibly needed for everyone. Him, the team, us, <laughs> Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> I mean, He's not wrong. Know, no, I'm not. And and uh, you know, like it. It was a. It was a good. It was a good fight to the end. And I hope that that, that transfers over. And you know, like again, you know, we, like we said. Uh, the locker room locker room effect seems to be working. The team seems to be meshed together. They seem to like each other a lot more, and uh, uh, I mean that's how it seems to me. Um, yeah, I I uh, I don't know. If, yeah, that's the last time we're talking about player. Are you gonna ask for the needs to improve? Sorry, I jumped ahead. I didn't know if you were gonna do that because I because I was because I was gonna say because. Uh, <clears throat> Cause you just checked something, but I was going to say, I, I really, I really like, even though he made a lot of mistakes, I like Fisher and he's probably not going to be there cause of Rajo, but I did like his style here and there. He made, he made a few mistakes here and there, but I, I liked him. And he, I, he I, yeah, go on. Dave. Yeah, no, no, I was going to say, I, I thought O'Neill Fisher was really, really excellent for about 65 minutes. And then he kind of hit a wall um, and, and started making some mistakes. Uh, there was a, that foul that got called where he, he pushed down, uh, I forget who oh, it was. Yeah, one that, of the Miami I forgot players. about that. Where, like, yeah, there was, that was it dumb. was unnecessary. That was dumb. There was no need. And, and he didn't even he didn't even close him down, um, yeah. to the point where like he was going to catch up to him. But I felt like Fisher, like yeah, they're they're they, he he made some mistakes. He he's I, still I young. Say he had a bad game. Oh, uh, he's young. not. Fisher's not that young. I think no he's, young. He's guy, got some, the, the guy no. was playing fatigue. The guy was yeah. is, was supposed to be a backup. Hardly really played in preseason, and yet all of a sudden, I think I don't think he went more than forty-five minutes at any preseason game. And all of a sudden, he was asked to do what ninety? Did even I don't think he got some. I think he, he did go ninety. Yeah, he he went ninety. Um. So, so yeah. So yeah. like he he definitely hit a wall, and you saw the drop off there. But I think once he gets his fitness in, um, he's he's uh 
he's going to be really good, solid backup for us at, at right back. When either, either when Araujo is uh, out on international duty, because I think he will get called up to the Gold Cup, or you know, other or otherwise, or suspended, or whatever the you know case might be. Um, the the player that I think needs uh, to improve is Grand Sierra. He he looked a little bit too slow. Um, he got stripped a couple times. Um, he I thought that when he was good, he was good, but uh, he he's just got to catch up to the speed and and level of MLS. Yeah, and I, and again, this is a guy who played a total of twenty four minutes for the Galaxy yeah. prior to that. that. So that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's everything to do with it, in my opinion. There is no way you can judge that, that guy's performance on this one game when he's played literally twenty four, twenty five minutes for the Galaxy, uh, or you know, and in a preseason game. So um, again, this is a guy that it's going to improve, or at least you would hope he would improve as the season goes in. He's going to you know have to find his footing. Uh, his fitness, um, that will come in time. Okay. Let me let me just sour the mood a little bit here. Because, <laughs> okay, because I am where Bobby was. One game is not going to impress me. It's not. Okay. Um, there are 33 games left. Um, oh, man. The thing is, <laughs> is that I, the, the most... The, the, the thing that I want to see most from this team right now um, and what I wanted to see last year is consistency. I don't want to be that team like, hey, you had a good game here and then had a huge drop off for the next three games. And then you had a really good game here and then have a huge drop off in the next you know, three or four games. And so I want to be able to say, OK, you're not going to win every game. I understand that. You're not going to get a result. Things aren't going to go your way. And, you know, there's some really good teams out there that will outplay you. Yeah, of course. But I want to see that you are competitive. I want to see you in games. I want to be able to see you fight for 90 minutes without giving up, without letting the floodgates open, and just kind of like, I mean, finishing games off. And for me... I don't think that this was an impressive game in the way we played. I just think that the result and how it came about was impressive. Like, you know, you scrapped and you you fought and you didn't give up, which is fantastic. I love it. Can you do it again? You didn't play pretty soccer. You did it, you know, uh, it, it wasn't that you were um you held the you know you held the ball, but you you know for a good sixty minutes you didn't do anything with it. It took uh, quite a while for you guys to actually get going. I get it; it's the first sixty minutes of the season. I'm not going to expect you to come out guns blazing, although Chicago, Cincinnati, and all a bunch of other teams. Seattle. Did. But um, no, Seattle took forty five. Um, but for me, I just feel that you know everyone's back on the Chicha train once again. Can he do this? Over and over again. Can is it is it just the fact that look, look okay he scored two goals here that's a hell of a start can he do it again in the next game or can he put himself in a position where he has the opportunity to score and can the players find him you know um, th does it does this result hold up against another team because you have to remember look this was against Miami not exactly world beaters and they got tired in the second half and the coach let them down. The coach is saying, we're going to be tired. 
we're going to be fatigued. We didn't have enough games in preseason. You're going to see all five subs used, and you're probably going to see the first few at halftime. We're going to be dead tired. He used his first sub after the 80th. The coach let him down. <clears throat> I don't think the Galaxy get that advantage again, to be honest. Um, it, it all it all kind of depends on on where we're facing. I mean, next next week we have the Red Bulls. Um, the 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 big thing is going to have to be um, can Vanny be can can Vanny adjust to the to the adjustments? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I I don't I don't think that he is incapable of um, making more than one adjustment a game because we saw it happen in this game um i, I so i i don't feel like that's gonna be yes the coach uh, miami's coach let them down you know it, it's it's uh who is it phil neville not gary yes. neville, right now phil neville, phil <laughs> phil neville. um is is uh is, is new to mls um and new to this team so i think that yes that that uh that was certainly a factor but i also think that the Galaxy went ahead and took advantage of that. And there's been too many times where the Galaxy as a team have not taken the the the, the sort of advantages that get presented to them. Uh, so the fact that they did, that was good. That was a good thing to me. Like I said, th there were positive things. I just feel that there are obviously tougher games that are coming and that you know, if you spot a team, and I, I don't think you're going to hold, I could be wrong, but I just don't see them holding 66% of the ball against, say, a Seattle or a Kansas City or a Portland. I just don't see, or LAFC, I just don't see that happening. So how do no, you adjust to that? No, definitely not now. Definitely yeah. not now. So how do you adjust to that? And if you do somehow grab, you know, hold a possession and you're not doing anything with it, and you let these teams counter, I can guarantee that a player like Rui Diaz is going to like, take advantage of that situation. I can guarantee that a player like Velo, unless he, you know, he dives and gets taken off, um, is probably going to take advantage of that situation. So th th there are better players and better teams out there that are built for you know, the long haul and that have a lot more talent. What I'm saying that uh, you know you did what you needed to do in this one, but does that hold the rest of the season? Will you be able to scrape out or you know play like that? Because you you're gonna have to. Well, I don't. Game and I don't want them to just hold it. I want them to grow. I want them to get right, to that exactly. point at least exactly. by the midseason. Get to that point to where we can actually be that way. Right, and I think that again, I, I think Galaxy fans have to be patient. I think if you're going to make a playoff run. Um, it's going to happen in the second half because you're going to have to wait in for players uh, like Cabral who, you know, may, uh, from what I'm hearing, I think I, I think I saw a tweet from LA uh, Galaxy Fan Talk that they're expecting Cabral to be playing or at least be on the bench for the LAFC game. So that's still another three games away. So, yeah, so the great. New York, New Seattle, and then LAFC is, is, is back, uh, I think, in May 8th. So I hope that's, he's there. It sounds about right. Time, time yeah. wise. So, so, you know, you're still looking at some other signings in the summer transfer window. So, you know, I think if they're making a push when they're finally, you know, playing uh, very cohesively, you know, they have their fitness down and uh, all the new players are coming in and, you know, they get their, their chemistry going. You're probably going to look in the summer 
where you're looking, okay, this is probably where you're going to have to see something happening where you're hitting your stride. And then, of course, if you sign someone in the summer transfer window uh, to give you that boost um, for that uh, final playoff push, then so be it. But I think what, what you're probably going to see it um, sometime in the summer. If I'm wrong and they, you know, they, you know, they, they, they go off on a little tear in the beginning of the season, then, you know, so be it. Um, but um, I think that when you look at the results around the league and, you know, obviously CCL is playing a factor in some of these results. Uh, no team that played in the CCL won a game. But when you're looking at some of these results, you're saying, wow, teams that were heavily favored to lose got results one way or the other, either a draw on the road or a win on the road or, or, or just a win when they were heavy underdogs. You have to take a look at that and say, you know what? The Galaxy were a part of that. They were not favored to win this game. Um, um, I know our, our, our good friend uh, uh, Eddie Old from Nag News had posted that he had bet on the Galaxy and that money line was at four, plus 4.35. So you're talking a 4-1 to one underdog. I don't think they were that far down, but somebody obviously thought that they were that far down of an underdog. And the Galaxy ended up pulling off that victory. So I think that they fall into that category of, hey, you know what? There's a lot of flukiness that happened in week one. What if the Galaxy was part of that flukiness? And they even out you know, sometime in the season. This is kind of like what my worry is because you didn't really beat a good team and you kind of just barely got over that hump. This is where I'm kind of saying, like, I'm seeing encouraging signs, but I've been down this road before. I've been here before. And again, this is a defense mechanism. I understand that. I don't want to get hurt again. Why Why are you trying to kill our, our optimism like, the, like you know, faster than, than the European Super League? Lewis? No, I'm still there with them. Thank you. You were never optimistic about this. <laughs> You, you just said why he's not optimistic. Yeah, that, you just said that. You said why? Why are you bringing us down? And I said, yeah, that's why I agree. And then you know, you're saying I was never. That's what I'm saying. We're never, we're never part of us, Bobby. <laughs> no, we're never part of the our no. us optimistic people. I no. joined Bobby. I joined that's Bobby in my pessimism. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's no, what I'm, I'm with, with Lewis. Right that's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm with Lewis. <laughs> what are you yeah. arguing about, David? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that this is where I'm at. I, I, I'm just a little bit, like I said, well, as Bobby's always said, I, I'm a little bit more grounded here. I don't want to buy into the hype just yet. Um, like I said, one, one game isn't going to do anything for me. I, I want to see, even if we're losing, because we have some tough games. We have we have uh, Seattle on the road. That's, you know, I'm mean, off the top of my head. I'm assuming that's a loss. And, uh, you know, we got LAFC, which is always a, a tough game. So you, you have some tough games coming up. And you may not get a result in every single one of them, you know, the games are, you know, that are coming up, but you want to see progress, as Bobby said. You want to see this team like, okay, you, you didn't win, but hey, you no, weren't running off the, the field. No, it's definitely the way we play. It's the yeah, way we play. You weren't off, run off the field. You were fighting. You did some good things. You got a little unlucky. You know, you, th this has to be fixed, but it's fixable. And, you know, th there's things that you want to look at. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, look at the season as a whole. Like, did you make progress? You know, not just from one game, but did you make progress throughout the whole season? And so I'm still quite a ways away from actually making some sort of judgment as to where this team is really headed or where it can be headed. But it's a good start. And I take the win for what it is, and I'm super stoked and I'm happy. But I know that game two is coming up, and man, that narrative can change yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and and, and again, like I don't think I and even if we lose the game against the Red Bulls coming up, I don't think that that's something that we'd have to lose and get shellacked the way that you know Minnesota got shellacked um, in order to feel that that really hard downturn, right? Like we had a few bad luck things, 
We didn't capitalize on all the chances, but we ended. We did enough to win, right? And in the next game, we have to do the same thing. We have to be in the match. And I don't think that we were ever out of this match against uh, Miami. Um, no. I don't think at any point we're ever out of the match. And, and I don't think competitive. so either. So I think that the same thing goes for the Red Bulls. And as you said, yeah, you know, going to Seattle, yeah, that's a tough game. That's probably one that we're going to lose. Uh, uh, hosting LAFC, that's another hard-fought game. You don't know which way that one's going to go. After that, you have you have uh, Austin. You figure, okay, that's a that's a chance for them to bounce back. Again, they have to just look like they're competitive. They're being part of the team. You know, they're 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 making progress. And this goes into what what Vanny was saying in not only the the post game talk that he gave in the, the the video that's floating around, where he's saying, like, look, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to take risks. That's what it takes. You have to be able to, you can't be afraid to take these risks, but you have to be, you have to be on it. You have to have that championship mentality, whether you're at the bottom of the table or you're at the top, that's how it has to be. And he, he did a, he was, he was doing a, a town hall, you know, before we started um, recording uh, here. And we, I did get a chance to listen into some of that. I didn't get all, you know, the whole thing because we started recording, but um, he talked a lot about the philosophy and the mindset of the teams and the fact that he's not dogmatic in his style of play. He can be versatile and the team has to be the players. The team has to be versatile and flexible in order to make adjustments. Um, and you saw it with the with with the, the game in Miami. You know, you, you saw the adjustments that he made, um, which is good. And and, you know, Joe Tatino was asking him about what his style of play was. Um, again, Vanny says, look, I don't have a specific style of play. You have to be flexible, but they have a, a set of principles that they play by. And this is this to me sounds a lot like the culture shift that needed to happen with Skeloto. It was it was a, a system and a style. And if you, you know, needed to be one inch to the left or the right, he wasn't going to do that. Um with Siggy, it was very much the same thing. You know what I mean? Like he has, Siggy had a certain way that he liked to play. I don't think that he was very good at uh, understanding the the or even having the players to make the uh, tactical adjustments. I think that Greg Vanny does have those players in in this game uh, or in this season. So I'm I'm a little bit more optimistic in that I don't think that we'll be out of too many games. I. I are we going to get bombarded? Yes. We're going to end up losing a game five to zero at some point in the season. That's fine. As long as the majority of the games have to look like we're in, we're in them. We're competitive. We can compete. I think, uh, <clears throat> I think an advantage is maybe that we're staying in the Western conference. Um, you know, um, you're playing the same teams over and over again. So you have a good idea of what to expect, you know? And so, I think that, uh, especially when it comes to rivalry games, you gotta you gotta sometimes throw records out the door, and it's just about you know that raw passion of like, dude, I'm not losing this freaking game. You know, I don't care how bad I am, I am not losing this game. Um, so maybe there's a little bit of that with you know playing San Jose three times, LAFC three times, uh, Seattle three times. So I think that there is uh, there's that uh, as well. But yeah. I, Obviously, Greg Vanny is changing, or at least he's being tasked to change the culture and the mentality of this team. And you're starting to see it. Again, it's only one game, and I've only seen a handful of preseason games. But there is a shift. 
it's encouraging sign. It very much is an encouraging sign. And I know that you guys saw the video at the end uh, that the Galaxy posted. There is a different message. There's a different tone in that locker room. There is a sense of this team really is buying into Greg Banning and what he's trying to do. And there's a sense of, um, you know, togetherness that maybe you don't see uh, under uh, GBS. And you probably didn't see under uh, Siggy. And it was a little harder to do when, you know, Zlatan was thrown into the mix. Um, but um, it, it does look like there's just a lot of good things that are encouraging and that are, you know, you're so down to the dumps. Again, any little thing, it's going to be noticeable that you are pushing forward, but at a slow crawl. Um, I'm just hoping that it continues and they're finally making strides into where they, you know, want to be. So take the way and see approach. That's where I'm going. I'm taking the way and see approach. I'm, I'm not holding my breath for anything, but I, I, I want to be able to say that, Hey, you know what? It's, it's still way out there, way the hell out there. But there is that small little, you know, little light that you can see it. So hopefully they reach it. I'm just saying I, I just don't want to buy into the hype right now. That's fine. I don't think you need to. Nobody needs to buy into the hype. Could, you know what I mean? Like you just have to look and see what the signs are. You know did what I mean? You, like don't did, don't. Did, 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 didn't you do the jigsaw? I mean, you are way there. That was for balls and beers. <laughs> hmm, you know, you know, David. Come on. He's, yeah, I know. I know. Come on. Um, he, he wants to be happy. Just let him be happy. Yeah. What's what's wrong with that? Life is too short to not try and be happy. This is true. Uh, <laughs> Good point. Good point. Um, uh, as I mentioned, uh, the Galaxy did hold a town hall. Uh, we talked about some of that stuff already. Um, some of the, the, the answers that Greg Vanny gave that I wanted to uh, bring up to you guys um, was uh, uh, Joe Titino asked uh, Vanny, what, what is a successful season in him? And I think we've heard Vanny talk about this um, a lot, and, and his first um, thought about it is always uh, a championship, win a championship. Um, obviously, uh, the next part of that is, you know, get to the playoffs. That's the first step, I think. So that's that's a way to get your 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 constituents excited and then temper expectations. Um but, you know, as he said, building the style of play, building the culture, building the mentality of the club is is what sort of is his long term success. You know, being able to compete, you know, even if they they somehow manage to get a championship in year one, the the having the longevity of constantly being in competition for those championships. Um, you know, a lot of coaches say that and, and, and stuff. So it remains to be seen that it seems like a very, you know, cookie cutter answer for for that sort of question. Um but he, he talks about having that championship mentality with the club. Um, again, making the sacrifices that are necessary to be successful, not being afraid to fail. That's something that, that he sort of has said many, many times. Um, and, and that seems to be what he's drilling into the players. Um, he also mentioned that, as, as Lewis, I think you said, that uh, Cabral is expected to travel next week. And um, and that means that he, after quarantine and, and getting him into uh, his physical and all that stuff, he will probably be in training the week of the LAFC match. So then it has to has to it remains to be seen how he how fit he is, where he's at in terms of how ready he is to, to get uh, put into the, the squad. I don't expect to see him 
uh, even on the bench for that LAFC game. I think it'll be too soon, but I think the, the game after that um, is probably when we'll start to get our first look at Cabral, assuming that everything goes to plan and you, you never know with these things. Um, the the other, he, he compared Cabral to uh, Kobe Jones, uh, or, or reminding him a little bit of Landon Donovan with the speed, uh, meaning that you think that Cabral has, you know, you, you think he's hit his top gear and then he has that ability to just, you know, go that extra high, extra gear higher uh, and accelerate you uh, a little bit more. And that to me is, is exciting. Um, again, like that's something that I think I feel like is right up Bobby's alley is speed and, and getting past players uh, using speed and ball control. Um, that's, that's one of the big things that, that Fanning talks about with Cabral. Uh, the more the more they get to the end line, the better uh, situated they are for for uh, feeding Chicharito. Which is why I actually feel that Cabral might feature in that LAFC game. Uh, you know, maybe not as a starter, but maybe as like that sub in like the 70, 75th minute where you can just have this guy run, run at some tired legs uh, yeah. down the sideline and just, you know, at least uh, break, a, a you know, have a couple times break that defense down. And we know that, you know, an LAFC defense is the, the most vulnerable uh, um, part of that team. So um, it, it could very well be a perfect opportunity for uh, a, a player like Chicharito to exploit some of the spaces that may be created should he come on and, and uh, break some uh, um, break some of those uh, lanes down. So, um, but... What, what, what we're going to have to just uh, wait and see. But, um, you know, next game is in New York. It's at home. Um, so there's going to be fans there. Uh, so, you know, make sure that you guys are being very careful. Um, you know, wear your masks. Do all the fun stuff. Um, you know, have a good time. Saw, uh, saw a lot of people in Miami not wearing their masks. Oh, you know, when in, when in Florida. And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, you know, have a good time. Enjoy it. You know, Galaxy are back. Um, coming off a of victory, you know, it's good times, man. Good times. Yeah. So, do, you know, hope, you, hoping for another one. Do you see any, any, um, changes in the lineup besides, I think, uh, Julian Araujo, uh, for, uh, for Fisher? Uh, unless legit gets suspended. I don't think so. I think, uh, uh Julian Araujo is the only one. I don't see anyone else who would have lost their starting spot based on what happened in game number one. So I expect, for the most part, the exact same lineup. Like I said, as long as Legit is not suspended. Yeah, it should uh, be the same. Should be the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. And uh, I know we did balls and beers, guys. But what are your thoughts? Uh, you don't have to give a a win loss draw prediction, but what is your um, prediction for our game versus the Red Bulls? I think it's going to be another one of those hard fought games i don't think it's going to be lopsided or better not be lopsided um i, I think it's going to be another one of those like you know last goal wins man like it's going to be tight um i don't think it's going to be pretty uh so i, I i'm expecting another you know scrappy uh scrappy type of game um hopefully the the calls go the galaxy way uh, and you know they, they do enough to take advantage of the situation and and uh get a goal in here and there and hold on, but um, I think it's as I said. I, I've been down this road before, and you know, you you have the momentum. All the advantage goes to the galaxy, and they somehow squander it. You know, they have a monster hand, and they just they don't know how to play it. So, um, 
I'm I can see the Galaxy winning this game, but I can easily see them blowing this game. So, um, yeah, like I said, wait and see. Um, yeah, no. Uh, look, they're they're at home. I'm hoping they they take advantage of that. They they soak it all in. I hope they get they they bring that win back and that that uh that aura. You know, um, <clears throat> I don't. We're not gonna expect them to play elegantly. We're not gonna expect them to be a tiki taki team. We're not gonna expect them to be like this great soccer prophetic team. This game. Um, but I do believe that if we do go down, I think we are going to fight for it. Um, whether if it's going to be good for us or not, I don't know. Uh, but I know that we would do that. The only thing I worry about is if we do, if we do, if we are up in the game, I hope we don't fall asleep and and uh, act as if we have it in the bag because we do that a lot. And I hope that's yeah. not that's not us anymore. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I know it's only one game, but we've seen how we how we play. Uh, when we're down, how, how do we play when we're up? Because that's just as tricky, if not trickier. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, like uh, I said, it's, it's only one game. So there's a lot that we, we still haven't found out about this team. Yeah, I think I think we saw that a little bit in the preseason is, you know, the Galaxy, they'll, they'll grab a goal and then they just hold on <laughs> for dear life. And and against, you know, against real MLS versus preseason MLS, that remains to be seen. But for, I think for this this game, the, the one big thing that, that I'm going to look for is um, what, you know, what, what Chicharito are we going to get? Is the monkey truly off of his back or is this um, or was that game a fluke? I think we'll we'll see it and not so much in his goal production but, or or anything, but more so in his body language, in his. Um, ability to to look dangerous because they, the rebels might hold them to 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 zero, but is he going to look like the the guy that you know was throwing his hands up and you know yelling at himself or uh, you know uh, taking terrible touches that ended up you know too far away from him um, or or is he going to be a little bit more confident and a little bit more locked in? I'm hoping that we see him getting a little more locked in and and you know, ready to, to really fight and, and, uh, stave off the haters, you know, as, I, I, as, as they say, I think, uh, for, for my final thought here, uh, before we sign off is that, you know, I, I do think that at, at the moment, Chicharito's confidence is about as high as it's ever been in a galaxy uniform. I think the guy, you know, you saw it in his face, um, totally. especially after the second goal. Um, and you saw it in the post game interview that, you know, he was very emotional, holding back tears, um, how happy he was. Uh, I'm sure that was part of it along with, you know, I'm remembering you know, my grandfather is not here to see this anymore. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that that guy was going through. Um, and so a lot of weight has been lifted off the shoulders. Um, what I am seeing in the difference is that not only in the confidence, not only in the motivation, but it, it's a different style than last year in that Chicharito is now more involved with the team. And or at least he's trying to be. Uh, a lot of times last year, it was like, dude, you're not getting the ball to him, or you were, but you were doing it in a very, very uh, <clears throat> horrible way, in in which you know he was never getting that ball. In you know, um, it was just cross after cross after cross, and just it just wasn't happening. Um, it, it's it's now a uh, uh, a matter of look, we're actually involving him a little bit more. It's now being played to his feet. Um, the crosses are coming in, but they're not like up in the air and, you know, they're coming in at his feet. And if it's not him, there's another two guys in the box. It's not just him versus, you know, the back line. There, there, there's, 
there's a different style right now, and I think Chicharito is very much involved in 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 that style. So I think again another encouraging sign. He's not on on an island by himself. So um, again, little steps. I know it's soccer 101, but we weren't even there yet uh, last season. So um, again, encouraging signs, even if it's just the smallest things. There is progress. So um, hopefully they continue to do that. And hopefully Chicharito can, can, can feed off of that. Any last things? Did we get any questions or anything? Um, there was only one question. Um, and it was, you know, when are we getting the CONCACAF, uh, super league? And if you're paying attention to the models, it is MLS. <laughs> so yeah, wait, wait until Liga MX and, uh, and, yeah. and MLS yeah. combine. Uh -huh. Yep. David? Yeah, that, that's it. That's it for me. That's it, man. I'm done. You're uh, not gonna you're not gonna depress me? I mean I could. Let's do it. <laughs> okay guys, thank you for listening. This is episode 217. Um, this is Bobby saying goodbye. David and Lewis say goodbye now, please. Later. Such a complete all right, later. <laughs> Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 